Welcome back to another edition of our honest series on the Heritage Month brought to us by the NLA Development Through Games. My name is Bernard Avle. Today we want to look at a very, very interesting group called the Kushia people. The Kushia people. Now, you may not know this, but they played very critical roles in three different areas. So they played a critical role in the formation of Asante, critical role in the Kwapim state, and also among the guards. Kukuta Kwankra is my historian, resident historian. Kukuta, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Now, to be fair, I didn't know about the Kushia group. I, I always sort of subsumed them under the Asin group, but they are apparently quite distinct. Yeah. Who are the Kushia people? Where, where, where do they live? Okay, so the Kushia people today, the settlement, prior before they are called Kushia, mm -hmm. they were Orienti, mm -hmm. and they are Aboriginal Eti people. Okay. And later, some Edwina people from Asante came to join them okay. during the incursion of the other Asans okay. into the area okay. where they met them at Mofukrom and Prakaseso. So, when we reach the, the, the explanation, will turn out fine. So, what happened was that they achieved the Kushia or the Orenchi people. Their mm -hmm. traditional area is Orenchi, and the capital is Kushia with Nana Prajinsam, Unguna Bobirim, Prajinsam, the sister as they are. Paramount ruler. So these Kushia people, they were Aboriginal Aborazi or a Diana group. They are believed to be the makers of fire. They invented fire and rain. So they say a Diana Chia Abrade, Aprentenia So this is the, the, the this is the ethnic sorry the clan group well known as Ojaba, children of fire. So this Diana group. Well, staying there long time ago, and the place where they were staying is called Asasetre. The Portuguese records call the place Asas Grande. That means Asase Kese Grande in, in Portuguese, Portuguese language, big. So they joined two words, local Asase and then Portuguese Grande, which is called the Asasetre. And this is where this Abrodi group, led by Nana Asasetreku, who was the leader of the Elia Orenchi or Asan uh, Kushia group were settling. And the land they were settling is between Kyofuati Mokwa and Hemai. Oh, that okay. was where they were staying. And they were very powerful in the area until the Kyofu group came and then swallowed them. And because they do not want to uh, allow the, the new Akan group with their uh, numerical advantage to swallow them, Nana ancestors Sisiriku led his people from where they were settling and moved down to the banks of the river Pra. And when they came to settle here, uh, they started organizing themselves. And for the first time, they have a leader called Ampon Senyeku. So Ampon Senyeku was the one who, who is, was later called Ampon Kushia. So he organized his people. And they played a very prominent role in trade to the coast. They were good sellers and send wells to all over uh, where they are west to all over the places so while they were staying there the other academic group came so they keep on moving and then they went to prakasiasu one town there and then when their leader uh, called uh prajinsam the first prajinsam called Aujinsam and mafu when he came 
he also ruled the place. So the town that he ruled became a Mafukrum. And then they stayed there. So wow. he moved to Krodadem, that area. The interesting thing about Ajensam Mofu was that he was called Ajensam. Okay? Who is believed to be a child of the River Pra. Okay. And so River Pra has an appellation Ajensam that he can take everything for you when he is overflows. Everything that is, they can take it away. He can wrestle from your hand. And this attribute became part of the Ajensam rulers. They became warriors. So this Ajensam Mofu became a powerful warrior who was then uh, the left or the left ring of the new Likosi Akani state. So he was the one who was guiding all the trade path from the hinterland to the coast. Wow. And he was a resident ambassador wow. of the Akani state. Wow. So he came to the case, collect the road tolls, and then protect the road from armed robbers and so mm. on. That was his role. And as a result, he became a very important personality to both the British and then the English, sorry, the Dutch. So he, they, he, he was put on the appeal role. And so whenever there's any war, some MFO is called upon to negotiate for peace mm. and mediation. Mm -hmm. As a result, his contemporaries called him Ajensam Mofu. Mofu means a mediator or negotiator. So the current stool of Asin Kushia or Renchi is known as Ajensam Mofu's stool wow. because of this guy. So this chief fought very well. And then when he died, in fact, he came to conquer Cape Coast. Anybody who misbehaved, the British and the Dutch will call him to come and quell the fight and ensure that there's constant flow of trade. And that is why he was on the payroll of both the Dutch and then the English, as well as the hinterland chiefs who want to have free flow of trade. And as a result of this, when he died, he was fighting with the 18 people. When he died, his nephew, which is Praajinsam, came to the throne. During Ajinsam of what time, the show was expanding. Mm -hmm. They have emerged under their new chief called Kojo Asari, mm -hmm. who was well known for playing the local tambourine. So local tambourine is made of animal skin. So when you play, it goes like uh, Pensim, Pensim. So in the tree, when you are playing, I say Obo Pensim. Obo Pensim, Pensim. So the name, his name was changed to Buan Pensim. Obua Pensim. Yeah, so the name is not Buan Pensim, Boa Pensim. Okay. The one who played the local tambourine. I see. So his name changed from Kodua Asari to Buan Pensim. Who is the progenitor of the Dentra? Dentra state. Amazing. And when Buan Pensim became the chief, he was, uh, he was uh, in fact, state builder who believed in expansionism. But in his expansionism, he is well known for amassing wealth particularly gold. And he became a person who does not even spend money or gold which has been dug for two days. Hey. Every day he needs a raw gold, Fresh gold to eat. So he earned the appellation Odisika Atom Prada. The <laughs> one who eats freshly minted gold. Odisika Atom Prada. <laughs> you see, that became his. So he was always on the neighboring states, including Kushia, who had declared independence to go and engage in gold digging. So this brought a lot of confusion in neighboring states. So President Sam Umafo was the first to engage the Dintra that he would not bow to them. Oh. So when he died, his nephew, Odro President Sam, that came around the 1695, decided to also follow the footsteps of his uncle. 
ZBK, he was also protecting the roots and was put on the Dutch and English payroll. Mm -hmm. And he started fighting all the people creating confusion. Mm -hmm. So he was the first to engage the Dentra in a war. In 1696, the Dentra brought their leader called uh, Kra Anansi. Yes. And then Kra Anansi came to fight Odropra Ajensam. Ajensam was able to repel wow. them and send them back to Abankasiasu, mm. who was the original capital of the Dentra people. And as a result, Kra Anansi retorted that Maya Ademo Masnami. Some people believe that is how the name Asin came about. Maya Ademo but the name Asun apparently means people who have come to pass because Mabesin. they were traders. Mm. Because they were always passing to trade from the coast to the hinterland. Mm. So uh, this guy retorted and went back. So then, just, just for clarity, Abankesiasu was the original capital of Old Dentra, yes, Old which Dentra. is quite close to Obuasi. Yes, that is where they used to be. New Dentra is much further south, south. of mm. below Chifu area. Yes, below Chifu area. I see. Go so on. what happened was that during, uh, when the guy was pushed back, it didn't take them long for them to do counter-attack. And in this counter-attack, they were able to push uh, the push your people backwards. So during those wars, all the Achims come to, sorry, the Asun come to settle at a place where they fight. Mm -hmm. And that place become cool Asia, where the forces meet to fight. Where the soldiers meet to fight. Omokushia. So where the coup, that is the war forces, meet to fight. So the place became Kushia. Wow. That is how the name Kushia came about. I see. And the People they move from Krogedum, uh, where they have moved from Prekasesu to Mavukrum to come and settle at Kushia, as their place where Orientist Kingdom then found itself. So one day uh, there was an annual tribute that is paid to Buam um, Princeum. According to the oral tradition, when he sent and it is supposed to be a rum of alcohol, when he sent a drop uh, and some send a rum of the alcohol to. The Dentraken Prince. According to the tradition, when he opened it, a bat flew out of it. So his elders even warned him that that is a bad omen and he shouldn't drink. But he drank it anyway and he died. So when he died, Odropra Adinsam was blamed for killing Bumpensim. So when Intimid Jakare succeeded his uncle, he decided to invade Kushia and Asim. And when he, he in the first fight, they were able to sustain him. But within three months, he overpowered them and bent the Kushia township to the ground. This and is Tim Jakari. Yes, and he captured Odropra uh, Ajensam. And he was being sent to Abenkasiasu. But no one knows what happened for some strange region. The guy was able to escape and fled all the way to Kwaman, which is also called Kumasi. So you spoke about the fights because the Asin people were caught between Fante, Dentra, and Asante. And you're saying this, uh, the killing of Buampoensem led to the emergence of Ntim Jakari, who fought and defeated Kushia, arrested their king. But the king managed to escape. So let's pick the story up from there. So when he escaped to Ashanti, mm. then Ntim Jakari made a series of demands from Kwamani, who was then Opiamsuo, was to the first. So when he made the demands to this uh, group, who were then also vassal state of Dentra, including the Bekwai Mampong and all of them, what I call the pre-Ashanti states. Okay. 
so and Kwaman as a powerful uh, state within it. So when he made the demand, including come, uh, some of them coming to serve in a, a bunch of gold, the first demand was that Odroprage and some has killed his uncle. So he should be given to him so that he can deal with him as the law demand. But this was not accepted. And that led to the outbreak of the war between Dentra and Asante, culminating in the 1699 war called the Feyase War. The Battle of Feyase. Yes. The war that occurred, which was fought between 1699 to 1701. It was a series of war. And in the war, Intim Jakari and Dentra were defeated, thereby leading to the formation of Asante State. And in this war, Odropra Jensen, who is well known for his ability to handle swords, because he can fight and wrestle swords from his weapons, from his opponents, and that's why he's called Ajensem. And it's synonymous to how River Pra itself also takes fence. And this has been known. So Ajensem was made a core member of Otumufu's, uh, sorry, Osetutu's uh, uh, army, Akomu, leading charge in the fight. And he discharged himself creditably, leading to the defeat of the Ashanti. So, of the, of the danger. So this will yes, be so the decline of Dentra and the emergence of Asante. Asante. The role that Kushia played. Kushia played in yeah. there. So within this regard, Odropra Jensen was given a role as a member of the Ashanti in his court. Wow. He was a diplomat negotiating for peace and others for the Ashanti. So when the Dutch were looking for uh, opportunity to be friends to Ashanti because they had supported Dentra, the person they had to go and look for was Odropra Ajensam, who they know already. And so they have to send iron bars and series of things to Odropra Ajensam so that he talked to his Adamfo or friend or said to two. And he was able. So the Dutch envoy was called Dandel. He was sent to, um, how do you call it, uh, Odropra Ajensam, who led him to Asante in his court. But while he was there, the, instead of he being paid his due, for how he has contributed in the making of Ashanti as a powerful state. In fact, Randolph says that since he came to the Ashanti, there was no war that Ashantis could stage without the presence of Prajansam or Asini chief. And as a result, Ashanti himself created an office of Asini chief wow. within his army. And Prajansam was there. And so when he realized that he's not given the needed stuff, he told the new chief that has been installed by Ashanti themselves in Dentra, who was Buedu Akafu. And Adinsam was able to convince the guy to engage in rebellion. So, according to the oral tradition of Konfanochi, through his uh, spiritual capabilities, found out that somebody at the court contributed to that rebellion. And then when he started talking about although Pride and some admitted that it's him, how can he fight and ensure the victory and everything for Ashanti State and he's not being compensated? So Osei Tutu then gave him thousands of guns as well as human beings he has lost in his wars to go back to Kushia and rebuild his country. So wow. that is how Odo Pride and some went back to Ashanti, uh, Kushia and rebuilt his state. And then also help in the initial formation, diplomatic success, and then the, some of the war efforts of the Asha, uh, Ashanti. Let's talk about the relationship between Kushia and the Equapims. So you've spoken about the Ashanti, we understand this. The Equapims are a bit further away because the Akims are next door before the Equapims are beyond. 
So at what point did he have any interaction with the Equa Prince? So in the 1730, when Pride Jinsam was having his war, he had he brought his fancy uh, allies to allies. his side, the allies to his side. And he also had uh, familiar ties with Chief Menya of Jokwa. So the original ties are there. So what happened was that when the chief from Mansu of Kotoku and then uh, the, uh, the chief of um, Ebuakwa came together and listened to the police of the Hiliguans who were being maltreated by their commune and they decided to go and fight under Furukai. Chief Rimpo Mansu of Kotoku called on his Fanti uh, 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 allies and they came. And the Fanti allies also informed Odropra Jensam to come and assist. So Odropra Jensam led the Asim Nimfa army okay. all the way from Asim and came and helped the 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 the, the, the Achim and their allies to fight against the Akomu and they were able to overthrow wow. the Akomu power from there and they fled to the other side of Vota, uh, the Vota Hills from their place in the Equapim Hills. So this help of Odopra Jensam helped in the independence of the Hiliguans and then the formation of the Equapim states. So Which this one was in seventeen thirty. A mixture of the Hiliguans and the Achims. Achim groups. Yes. So he came and fought in this war in seventeen thirty at the Battle of Insechi. Wow. And they were able to rout the Akwamu. So this Prajinsen guy has helped defeat the dangerous, also helped to defeat the Akwamus, two very powerful groups in yes. the in the area. That has just so remarkable. after the war, he was going back, and when he reached Rakasas, more than Kwaprede. There he died. So when he died, he was carried, and the people smeared their face with uh, red clay. That is why the Kushia or Renchi State Great Oath is a bankama. So when somebody wants to say something, and when Kushia person tell you meka kuchafu enchama, then it means he's swearing a great oath because of the death, and because he was somebody who does not go back on his word. When he swear to do a thing, he will do. When he swear that you he help the Ashantis to fight, he did. When he swear to Chief Kotoku, uh, from poor man of Kotoku, that you he help, he will, he will do it. So they become the people called Kantamanto. The one who, when he swear, he doesn't go contrary to it. So their festival at Kuchia then came to end the name, Kantamanto. Wow. And because he also fought the war, and he became a great valiant, he earned the title Okumenin. So he was called Okumenin Odro Prajensen. He had the title. Wow. Okay, so and this, this person will be the current Anna Prajensen's great grandfather. Yeah, his great great grandfather. Amazing. What about the Ghana? What role did the Kushia king play in the in formation of the Ghana state or in the independence? Yes. So I would say that. So you know, the Akwamu are the zenith of their power, were able to make Ghana a vassal state some part of a Volta region, particularly the Crepe areas, as well as some part of Aunlo. And then they made the Agona states also came under the Akomu power. So when uh, Odropra Jensen came to fight this war, and then in 1730, the, the, the victory that created the Equiapim states also led to independence of the Agona and the Gan states. And that is why the Gan people will come out with their famous uh, motto or their slogan, Asiedu Oketekre or Dudu Onyamanfo, 
that is the I said the great warrior, the one who says he will do it and still continue to achieve it, and he's a warrior. The the town or people who do not have deserted towns, it means they are mighty warriors. Who is this Asiedu? Asiedu is a is a fancy warrior that was among the gang, but he was a gang anyway from the Asin area. So in this word, Asiedu itself is a term. A term that means one who says he will do a thing and is able to bring it into fruition. Asia Oyedu, you see, when he says it, he's able to what? Do it. So he walks his talk. And in the Aketeke, Aketeke, which is Ketechi, of something, say mighty. And so they are saying that God people are people when they say things, they will do it. And they are valiant. And that because of the valiant, they don't have any deserted town. You know that Odododio used to be called Asiedu Keteke. Yes, that is, that is where it came about, Asiedu Keteke. And Odododio itself is a gang war chant. When they are going to war, they say Odododio. It's like the mighty one, the mighty or the great people. So it's a war chant. Odododio is a war chant. So this war that Odropra Ajinsam helped in, or apparently uh, led to the independence of the Agwana state and then that of Accra. And wow. that is why Kushia cannot be written out in the history of Ghana, particularly the 17, uh, 1699 war to 1701 that brought the formation of Asante. You and know, then 1730 you... war mm -hmm. that brought the formation of uh, Equiapim as a result of the Abutechi Accord of 1733 that created the Equiapim state. And then the independence thereof that was given to Agona and then the Ghana people who were then the vassal states of, of Akwamu. What I find interesting is that you, you talk about gold and you talk about the original Prajinsen and his relationship with uh, Buam Ponsem and the issue. It's very interesting that the brother of the current Nana Prajinsen, of course, Sam Jonah, says Sam Jonah, is known because of gold. <laughs> so I thought that was quite interesting. So the relationship between the Kushia people and gold and how many many years later you can see one of the most prominent Ghanaians when it comes to the gold sector also happens to be from that same stool. I yeah. thought that was quite fascinating. Yes. It's, it's very interesting because apart from the fact that we're gold, even when you talk about the role of women in trade and gold trade, their mother, their grandmother, okay, was one of the famous women who was engaged in trade in Obuasi. Wow. When you talk about the prominent gold traders and other trade in Obuasi, their grandmother it's it was it, that. It's so not surprising. the idea of this, this trade and the skills is something that is honed in the people that are coming from the community. So it is, as you said, it's not strange that someone like uh, Dr. Sesam Jonah will, will have that, that link. Uh, creativity Amazing. when it comes to management of gold. Interesting, fascinating very eye-opening. We've been talking to Kukuda Akwankra on the history of the, uh, the Kushia people. Some say Asin Kushia, but I feel that the Kushia, he also has another word for them because them, is it o Ak As Akatechi or something? No, Asin Orenchi. Orenchi. Yes, the mighty one, the one who has yeah, a, we are learning a, lot. a, a die-hard spirit. Amazing stuff. Orenchi. Thank you for watching. Uh, the Honest Series for Heritage Month was brought to you by NLA Development Through Games. My name is Bernard Avre. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye.